time for Christian Car Guy Theater. With today's episode, Pride Takes a Ride, Part 4. Previously on Pride Takes a Ride, Part 3, Jimmy and his girlfriend Allie have broken up after they had an argument about prayer. This was just before the spring parade where Allie was to be queen. We also start to notice a suspicious, out-of-town photographer named Brad, who's been lurking around, seemingly up to no good. Allie had been struggling with her hasty decision to break up with Jimmy ever since Miss Annie, that's Pastor Jack's secretary, got a chance to share some wisdom on the subject of grace with Allie. Let's look in on Allie sitting down to supper with her grandparents. Her parents were killed by a drunk driver when Allie was only 10, and her good-hearted grandparents, Bob and Bonnie Perkins, have raised her. Grandpa, what do you think about the word grace? Grace? Yes, Bob. Remember, we used to say that before we would eat. No, Grandma, not that. Yuck. I mean, like a person who is, like, full of grace. Someone who treats you and everybody else like, well, like you are favored or their favorite. Grace. Well, that's an interesting thought, Allie, honey. What brought this on? Well, I was just talking with Miss Annie about that word. (laughs) Oh, yes. Miss Annie. She's good for making you think. So what do you say about grace, Bob? Well now, Allie, uh, that is a deep question. I believe I never really considered it before. Let's see, uh, I do remember someone who had that quality. Actually, it was your great-grandfather Perkins. Oh, you're so right, Bob. He was one of the dearest men I've ever met. Yes, he was. Do you remember, Bonnie, how he used to take us up to Beaver Creek? And we'd go intertubing every year, even if the water was freezing cold. But Grandpa Perkins made it warm with laughter. He sure did. I never laughed so hard in all my life. (laughs) (laughs) And remember at the cookout after we were all sitting around the campfire roasting marshmallows? You better have your tail ready or Grandpa Perkins would pull it out of you. Your tail? Oh, yes. Grandpa assigned a family member's name on the 1st of June every year. Then at the 4th of July cookout, you uh, told your tale of something that person did that you admired. And naturally, if Grandpa Perkins knew about any conflict between you and someone in the family, you could pretty much count on that person's name coming your way on the 1st of June. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me one of those tales. Yes, Bob. Tell her the one where your brother Don had sold your golf clubs behind your back because he needed the money for rent. Remember, you found out and then got his name from Grandpa. I'll tell you, the entire family knew this one was coming. Oh, yes. It was unforgettable. I hadn't played golf since I left home a few years before, and my brother Don thought I would never miss them. But Don and I were to play at the Beaver County Hospice Charity Golf Tournament in honor of our mom, who had just died of cancer. Don knew I would come looking for those golf clubs, and he had sold not only my clubs, but his own as well. He ended up running bags for both of us, uh, but I was still fuming mad. I tell you, Allie, Grandpa Perkins' plan paid off for me that year. I respected Grandpa enough that I knew I had to say something I admired about your Uncle Don. But uh, try as I would, I couldn't think of a thing. (laughs) I ended up going to Grandpa for help. I'll tell you, Allie, when Grandpa prayed a prayer for me that day, I would swear that God himself showed me my brother in a whole new light, literally. All at once, I could understand how brokenhearted he was over Mom's death. 
You see, Allie, our mom had given Don a special lamp that had crystals all around the shade. Those crystals were Pollyanna rainbow makers that she and Don would play with for hours. Don took every one of those crystals and had Mom's favorite saying engraved on the back and mailed one to each of us. Oh, that's the story behind the crystal in the window, isn't it? Your mother's favorite saying was, to love another person is to see the face of God? Wow, this grace thing really brings out some good stuff. Yeah, it sure does. That changed my relationship with my brother forever. And for the good, believe me. I'll say, Allie, your great-grandpa Perkins had that quality. Lots of grace. That's for sure. Well, that's my real question. Why did he have grace? Allie, I, I think it was because he knew God. Lots of folks act like they're all spiritual, but Grandpa Perkins, well, like my mom said, when you looked into his face, you saw God. He knew the Bible inside and out, but he didn't hit you over the head with it. We had a sense that he was praying for us, all of us, all the time. But when you were with him, you felt like the apple of his eye, like you had his full attention and admiration He might correct you, but he had a way of doing it that made you feel better, not worse. Yes, Allie, I would agree. Your Grandpa Perkins had grace, and we somehow knew it was his relationship with God. Which makes me think, Bob, maybe we should say grace even though we've already eaten, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all, Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, since three that afternoon, Jimmy and the Under the Hood gang had been praying down at Beaver Creek. Jimmy was brokenhearted over Allie's decision to break up when he attempted to share Jesus with her. So he kind of had no one else to turn to but Jesus. He took the sheriff's advice to go somewhere quiet and asked Jesus to show him what to do. Jimmy fervently prays and tries his best to listen for God's instructions to him. Oh, Lord Jesus, I think I just have to trust you in this even if I'm not getting a clear answer right now. And that's all right. I feel your peace. Even if I don't know what to do next. I think you're telling me that something's coming down that's even better than I was hoping. Is that right, Lord? Oh, Jesus. Jesus, it's not what I hoped for. It's something much better. That's what you're saying to me. As Jimmy is praying, he sees something tumbling down the stream in Beaver Creek. Hmm. Hmm. What's that in the water? Wow. It sparkles like a diamond. No, it's a crystal. But it has something engraved on it. Hmm. It says, to love another person is to see the face of God. And look, it's making a rainbow. Lord, are you trying to tell me something? Jimmy's Jeep is close enough where the whole gang under the hood sees the rainbow. Wally Windshield Wiper is astonished. Ha ha! I'd say Jimmy has passed this prayer test with flying colors. Gracie Gastank, do you see that rainbow? Yes, that prayer sure was enlightening. Jimmy sounds like he's had some kind of breakthrough. Y'all, I can't remember a time of more fervent prayer. I hope y'all feel as good as I do. Sort of like I had a fill up. I think God is using this pressure on Jimmy to make diamonds out of dust. Tammy Tensioner, how did it go with you? Well, I can tell you, Gracie Guest Tank, that I have been stretched to the max tension-wise. And yet I feel so much less tense about everything now. You know, it's like we've been through a workout with God. And he only stretches us so so we can start to understand his ways. Just like the rainbow, the light comes through all this stretching. You know, the more I prayed for breakthrough with Allie, 
the more God changed my heart. I mean, like there's no more tension at all between Allie and me. Now it's just love. Mosey motor oil. You and Jimmy are thick. What do those prayers do for you? Ooh, anointed to the max. Mm-hmm, really. Like God is in this. You know what I'm saying? The S-A-E standard, like all good oils, to be exact. I'm talking about Society of Auto Emmanuel. That means God with us, and God is most indubitably with us, even right here, under the hood with us. I know it. I can feel it. I can feel the fresh oil of the Spirit right here, right now. Ah. That night, over at Pop's Malt Shop, the photographer Brad is talking on his phone. Yes, yes, I have the perfect girl lined up. She's pretty and really naive, and she doesn't suspect a thing. You were right. Small towns are the best place for this. She's worth every penny you're paying, you'll see. No, I don't care that she's seen my face. Where you're taking her, there'll be nothing she can do, and nobody to report to. <laughs> Back in town, Allie is headed off from dinner to her room to call Jimmy. Hello, Allie. Jimmy. I believe I made a terrible mistake. Would you consider meeting me at Pop's Malt Shop? Like, tonight? Tune in next month for Pride Takes a Ride, Episode 5. And now here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. <laughs> Randy, I'm plum happy about all these seeds coming to fruition. I mean, this is very, very fruitful stuff. You're so right about that, Danny. The sheriff and Jimmy's prayers, and the seeds planted by Miss Annie, even the seeds of old great-grandpa Perkins. And let's not forget the impact of Bob and Bonnie Perkins' prayers. Also, Danny, did you see how Grace just spread like a, like a wildfire once Miss Annie demonstrated it firsthand to a prideful alley? More prayers are, are sure needed, though, as in it would... It would appear that something is really developing with Brad, the photographer. <laughs> See what I did there? Developing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yes, you can bet our enemy, Satan, is none too happy about the grace fire that's broken out. Yep, sounds like Great Grandpa Perkins' Fourth of July tradition of grace was really cool fireworks. <laughs> Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, radiator.